0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising Post Game show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. America's number one sportsbook app. I'm Ramon Chavez and tuning in from the East Coast, Owen Evans. How you doing, sir?
1: I mean, I feel like we, we both watched that game. We 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 know how I'm feeling, how you're feeling, <laughs> how the chat is feeling. Um yeah. yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs>
0: yeah uh shout out to everybody in the chat thank you so much for tuning in right after the the game i know that was a tough game to watch uh fortunately for me my espn plus connection kept lagging so i missed a lot of the the carnage <laughs> so so to say but uh yeah shout out to scott uh both of the scott's we have in the chat alex clinton tyler uh we got emma here reese elizabeth Corey, cd goalie um owen uh uh, were you able to speak to Rick? Was Rick able to speak with <laughs> with the media today right after the game?
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, it was a fairly short one, uh, but I have <laughs> cropped up now some of the, the main answers that were given there, so if we want to go ahead, let, let's take that off the bat, see what he had to say, and then we can talk about it.
2: Uh, the, the, the only positive I could take out of the ending was that uh, the guys that I put on the field... Uh, deserve to start and they deserve to get an opportunity now because the, the first group lacked a lot of quality tonight um, I thought we had a good game plan but it, it doesn't matter the tactics don't matter if the quality's not there they worked hard and there this seems to be a big problem for us right now is too many turnovers in bad situations uh, too much dribbling you know really lacking quality at, at key moments um, and so I've, I've got to get put the players in that, that did show some quality.
1: How, how exactly then do you explain, I guess, conceding four goals to
2: Loudon? Lacking quality. We had three turnovers in our own half. It was horrible. Um, really bad mistakes. You know, Cozy wins a ball, then he loses it on his next touch instead of just making a pass. Um, and we, were, we did that, you know, uh, many, many times in the first half.
1: We saw that sense of urgency late on, but it feels like, yet again, it's a case of too little, too late. How exactly do you get the boys to to kick off on that kind of front foot?
2: Play the guys that came in at the end. So should we expect then mass changes for friday's game i have to you know it's all it's got to be merit-based you know this is not it has nothing to do with how much money you make has nothing to do with uh what i think you can do it's a meritocracy i gotta play the guys and and the fans deserve that the fans deserve to play the players that are they're going to perform and show the quality that we expect
1: so there you have it there's going to be mass changes apparently on friday uh for this game with with Las Vegas lights. Jeez. Uh,
0: yeah, hey. no, uh, one of the things that stood up and uh, stood out was, and, and everybody here in the chat can, uh, I'm sure they can agree that there was too many uh, turnovers, lacking quality in the final third. Uh, even though I felt, you know, Babu, you know, played outstandingly. The, it kind of shows, you know, what type of player he is, where he, he got multiple opportunities in the first half and wasn't able to put one past the, the loud and goalie. So, it's it's tough man because you know we can see the signs and we can see you know minutes of play where you know rising's kind of coming back and that's that was my initial thought when quinn was able to get uh rising on the board early i'm like look this is a game where rising's going to score maybe two or three kind of get back on track this is going to give him some confidence and it just went completely in the other direction after that goal so uh, i think rick has a right to say that some players were lacking in quality but it's it's still tough it's still tough what were your thoughts
1: it, it it I tend to agree with you in terms of that first goal goes in and you just imagine, okay, here we go. That's that's needed. You know, we've said it plenty of times that rising hasn't been getting those early goals that have served them so well over the years because you force the other team to open up and then you you know effectively exploit that by by adding more to the misery. Um I I just look at at one point. It was 4-1 tonight. 4-1 to Loudoun United. I I don't think there is any way that you can point to one problem just being that they're not executing well enough. When -hmm. you're losing by that margin to a team of this quality or lack thereof, when you're supposed to be a contender for the cup, I I just... Yeah, I'm... I'm hitting that point now where it's just how, how, how do you lose mm-hmm. a game like this? How do you lose it in the way that they did? Look, those two goals at the very death, almost flatterizing a little bit. Yes, they showed the urgency there late, but that was not there for the the whole game at all. So I.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. I think I think we all have the same face that you have right now, Owen. Uh, Pat says uh, here regarding the video says the guys that I put in trying to cover himself uh when it comes to to what happened during the game. Uh Corey says the ball movement and positioning was horrible. Uh, Alex with uh, let me prove you tweets tomorrow. I've reviewed the tape and I think we are good. We have to fix our mistakes and regret the trust in one another. Yep. I think you just copied him. He's gonna copy but- and paste that tomorrow. Go ahead.
1: But here here's the thing. Here's the thing that I I, I just want to really push, which is that if we're gonna talk about the guys that came in late and they need to be starting and um, mm-hmm. talk about that, we're talking then about dropping Santi Moa. We're talking mm-hmm. about dropping Greg Hurst, we're talking about possibly dropping Claudio Rapetto. Uh, uh, the, these are changes that you're gonna make in a league game. I look, do they necessarily have they necessarily played to their best? No, but the problem you've also got there is that the minute you take those guys out, you, do, you you have to perform. Plan B has to work. Yeah, those are the kind of guys that you can't just choose to drop and then not have it work. You know, yeah. it, it, if Santi's not out there and Greg's not out there on Friday, and Rising can't find a goal, we're um, going to be yeah. pointing fingers. Like, mm-hmm. it, and at the end of the day, right? It's it's one thing to put it about those guys not you know performing to the level that they were capable of but the crossing wasn't really there i think that was something that we noticed they they were trying to cross more i noticed that a lot more but but even then they weren't really winning balls into the box were they
0: mm-hmm. yeah and and that was one of the points that i had written on my notes here because it looked uh, well first of all rising came out with the 442 uh definitely a big change from how they've been playing uh Repetto and hurst i don't think we've seen that starting lineup the entire season uh and so from what I noticed, Santi was not even trying to cut in. He said you, it, it kind of seemed like he was just trying to stay wide, trying to get a little bit of space and try to just feed the ball in the box for either Hurst or Repetto to do something with, uh, with with the cross. But that didn't work out. Uh, and as soon as Santi came out, Kalistra came in. And for some reason, Kalistra is able to connect with his teammates a lot better in the box, uh, cutting in, and it just makes me question like, what, what's really going on there? Because if you're not, al- or if the game plan is to have Santi Moore just, you know, I think he had like ten crosses today. If if the game plan is just to have him do that the entire game, then you're wasting who Santi Moore is, because that's when he's uh, his most dangerous. So to me, it's like, so what's the game plan, and why is Kalistrá able to do a lot more than Santi Moore when we know and we've seen the quality that Santi Moore has?
1: I think that Santi's just got in a bit of a, a weird funk at the moment, much like the team has. And mm. his cutting inside just hasn't worked this year. It really hasn't. Yeah. And so that's why you then see the switch where he's put out on the right because he's going to cut in less. But at the same time, the crossing isn't really there at the moment. And, and look, I know in there that Rai is saying that the crosses are creating low percentage chances anyway. But the, the problem with that is because they they're not, playing to their strengths, which is that there are guys in there who can win those headers, and they're not being used in that way. Uh, I mean, Claudio repetto is a big guy, let's be honest. Yeah. He He's a big guy. If you can't put the cross in and get the ball on his head, like what, what's almost the point then in playing a 4-4-2 if you can't actually do that?
0: And the one, the one he did get was, I believe, from Ryan Flood. The one cross he did get, he wasn't able to do much with it. So it's just you need to give him opportunities. You need to give him chances, and and it's not happening exactly. I are saying, if if the the formation is a four four two, you're expecting Santi and on the other side Babu to you know run up the wings and be able to put those crosses in, where usually it would be King or whoever's playing that left back role. So. If it's not happening, then the game plan's not working. And you can't really put that on the players, you know, because that's what you're asking them to do. So I think it kind of just comes from both sides.
1: I, I mean, it, again, there was a point tonight where this team was losing 4-1 to Loudoun United. <laughs> We're not pointing at any one individual factor. Yeah. There's quite a lot going on there That's something is just seriously, seriously broken at the moment.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break guys and talk about our friends at OG's brands. Um, if you guys didn't know OG's just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, Pina Colada, perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend. That's just in time for those summer road trips and pool parties. And speaking of pool parties, uh, I, now I really have to go to this pool party cause I'm just trying to get my mind off these losses, but <laughs> OG's is, uh, also taking over Maya day club in Scottsdale this month on June 25th. Be sure to say what's up to us. If you are able to attend the event, uh, um, uh, some of maybe some of us here at Rising and the rest of the PHNX crew will be out there, and you can also check out OGs Online at OGsBrands.com and on Instagram at OGsBrands, uh, and purchase uh, some of their products there and at your local dispensary. And just remember, you must be 21 years or older to port uh, to purchase OGs Brands. All right, let's get to some of the comments here, Owen, because uh, I, I know this question was going to come up, and I got a couple of tweets asking me during the course of the game if this was the last straw when it came to Rick Sean's being the head coach of Phoenix rising. I replied that it was not, I don't think ownership will make that decision based on this game, but uh, I don't know if someone, uh, one of the commentators on ESPN plus or someone else on Twitter was saying, if he is not the one, uh, if ownership's not the one that's going to relieve him of his duties, he has to step down based on what's been happening and how the, the team is, is, uh, um, functioning on the field. So what are your thoughts on that in chat? Let me know what you think as well.
1: I think that you, you're right in that I, I still see that Rick will be here on Friday. Um, that's not me saying that he necessarily deserves the time after the results that we're seeing right now. And and the problem with, I'll just say, be saying patience right now is, again, there are tough games coming up. I don't think that you're just going to see something click and then work it's just and I mean Scott's got the point they never happened yet I, I do not see a situation where Rick resigns um, I I just I I don't know I yeah it, it's still that problem where it's just right now and I know people have been people have been pointing at fingers at certain things so you've got um you know is it the players just aren't showing up right well to an extent that comes down to the coach does Mm. the is it the fact that the players just don't have the quality well again rick has a hand in the recruitment and you know you you can't use those as excuses because they're not excuses um again he's got a hand in all of this stuff it's not like it's decisions made for him um he put down at one point today as well that people just aren't People that he was expecting to perform aren't performing. Um,
0: and, well. and and I, I, I didn't really agree with that because you, you throw in guys maybe, what, 20, 15 minutes and they do something and they're like, okay, well now he deserves to start the, the next game. I don't think that should be the case. It's it's And I think it's a larger problem because like we were talking about earlier, uh, Owen, is that they got the first goal, rising at the first goal, and then kind of their sense of urgency – just kind of went out the window. They're like, okay, well, let's just, you know, chill. And and Loudon wasn't stopping. They were, it's a bunch of kids, you know, they're, they're hungry. They want to play. They want to get on the board. They want to, you know, put their name out there. And that's exactly what they did tonight. So rising, coming back in those last 15, 10 minutes does absolutely nothing for me if they're not going to be putting in that same effort mm-hmm. uh during the first half and the in the crucial, like first 20 minutes of the second half. So it, it just, it's not doing it for me.
1: Can I, can I just, We'll go to Albert's comment here. Um, What good does a change now do? Unless there's an immediate answer, let him finish the season, then make a decision. Well, here's your problem you've got with that, is that it feels really, really easy, doesn't it, to... um to just say, well, you know, give someone to the end of the season. This important decisions about next year are made before the end of the season. Santimo had signed a contract before the end of last season, this extension. Those kind of decisions get made as you get into the run-up to the playoffs. And so when you get into a position, then when you say just give someone till the end of the season, that's not really a great start then for the new coach coming in who's got to deal with the fact that other decisions were made for them when... Mm frankly they didn't have to be i think yeah. that it's just
0: so owen let yeah. me ask you this Then we saw that what could happen with the team like this and the, the clear example was last year with orange county and mm-hmm. and they got rid of their coach they were able to make a, a run at the playoffs. now it wasn't the prettiest run but at the end of the day they got the championship so a lot of people are going to st- start kind of comparing that to rising and saying, what happens if we do this? You know, you know Rick Shantz been, has been here for a very long time. Uh, the former coach at Orange County was there for a very long time as well. And they went on to have this success. So what what do you have to say when people kind of start looking at, you know, prior history with Orange County and saying, maybe that could happen with us. So what's, what are your thoughts?
1: I think that you do have to, I, I think that that's the the one thing in there that I think last year completely disproved the idea that, you can't win if you get rid of a coach in midseason okay it completely blows out of the water the idea that there's no way of turning it around you've just completely written off the season which mm-hmm. is nonsense we've seen it it's how many times in football around the around the world where yeah. coaches get fired and the team does actually
0: improve so with uh chelsea so, they went to the champions mm-hmm. league final so it's like you see it all the time it's not something new
1: yeah it it's just I And again, right, the only people who are going to ultimately make that decision is the ownership when they decide, if Mm -hmm. they decide that things have gone too far. But you just wonder if, and I know they've got a lot of other problems on their mind at the moment, but you just have to wonder how much longer realistically can they wait? How much longer can all of us wait watching results like this tonight? And and say, it's fine, it'll get better next week. Because it isn't. It isn't getting better next week at the moment. Yeah. It's just more of the same of the same of the same of the same. And it's... Yeah. How many times can we sit here and, and and talk about the fact that the players aren't performing to the top level they're capable of? Or perhaps that they, they don't seem to necessarily have the same level of fight that they have in past years and things like this. I, I just... I mean, Eric's there saying... They need a fresh voice leading them. That's there. There are quite a few people who have come into the chat today saying that they think that it's it is time for Rick to go, and, and I've seen it on Twitter as well. I'm sure that we'll continue to see that on Twitter through the night. Uh, which
0: <laughs> come on, Renee, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, that it's... is
1: that is that is a real statement. There, rather watch the D backs than rising.
0: Oh, I mean, D backs, you know, they won yesterday, so uh let's let's talk a little bit of uh some positives I know there weren't a lot but uh just Earl here on the chat he came in and he was talking about some of the silver linings so I, I do want to talk about Aiden Quinn which is the DraftKings king of the game uh so I felt you know like he had he had a great game he got on the on the board first um and I, was he given the second goal just low heads up but yeah he he got the second goal as uh, uh the third goal I mean for rising so uh he it Eden was Quinn, a <laughs> <Stop showing there. laughs> Yeah, so he is uh, our DraftKings uh, King of the game, but yeah, Quinn had a great game. I think once Lambert came in, I felt he was able to do much more of the Quinn things he does. <laughs> if, uh, if that's one way to put it, so maybe that's kind of the answer. You know, uh, I know uh, Lambert was coming off international duty with Jamaica. I'm sure Rick didn't want to play him the entire ninety minutes. So uh, he, was, he was he was faded,
1: yeah it was he, he needed a bit of rest to be honest he wasn't at 100 percent. that's why he ultimately didn't start this match
0: um besides Quinn I felt Babu you know played great and just kind of relieving him of some of those defensive duties and just allowing him to kind of go up the field I felt kind of showed and, and and displayed the the skills and the abilities that Babu has on uh when he plays on the offensive side of the field so uh besides him who, who else did you like today
1: no, I think I, I'll pick up on that one there with Babu. I thought that he definitely didn't look out of place necessarily in the position that he was playing in, uh, which is obviously a positive sign. Um, just got to consider now looking forward, is is that where we're going to see Babu play? Uh, is he going to become a winger now and not a fullback? If so, what does that mean in terms of depth? What does that mean in terms of... Uh, yeah. Just the way that you're rearranging things as well with Marcus mm-hmm. and Joey getting game time and Santi as well. There's a lot of factors to consider here and it's.
0: Yeah, because if you start Bobble on the left side, you know, we saw Santi move on to the right, but not his preferred position, I'd say. So, but if you do do that, then, you know, do you leave Marcus Epps there? Do you, you know, kind of like Khaleesi playing? Because out of the three Epps, more in Kalistri. I'd probably put in Kalistri right now just the way he's playing, so tough decisions for sure.
1: But then we saw Kalistri last game and he didn't tuck away chances in that last, But that's the thing, right? When yeah. And you are correct. You can't just sit here and say, oh, well, the last 15 minutes were great. we got to play those guys because you get into a pattern of rewarding people who show up when it's the very death of a game and they can give 110%. Because they're playing mm-hmm. for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. You cannot. And we've had this discussion even last year. I remember that where it, it came out with Rising, we're getting some goals. And, and Rick was asked, How do you make them play like that for 90? And it's like, Well, that would be impossible. You know, it. you mm-hmm. can't expect guys to play for 90 minutes the way that they can play for 10 minutes off the bench. Because um, just the sheer amount of energy and all of that, it's. it's you know they can't do it. They physically cannot do it. So I don't know. It you've got to be wary of putting too much stock in those substitute appearances, just for that reason, really. And yeah, you know what will happen is we'll see changes again in Las Vegas. It is very possible that those changes do not work, and so you just that—that's the thing. Then you just get into a point whereby. You're just going to keep rotating the squad like that for the whole season. You can't do that.
0: Yeah.
1: That's part of the problem. Look, there's a a justified desire to make them compete more. I understand that. But when you're dealing with... You've also got to balance that to a degree with player morale, all right? You can't just Mm -hmm. toss people to the side because... You know, it's it's that problem. And it feels as though, again, just pushing that blame out onto the players when you have to remember as well that when it comes down to it, who picks who starts? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, it's, it's just not a good look all around because I don't know, man. I don't even know how to explain it half the time anymore because I feel like we have this conversation every single week and this hasn't led up since maybe what Monterey where we're kind of just like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on here. And like we, we get 10, 15 minutes and that's it, but it's, it's rough, you know, and, and to your point, you know, then yeah, you can't, players can't play with that sense of urgency for the entire 90 minutes. That's, you know, they'll get exhausted and and so forth, but Rising has the quality to put in at least a good half of play where they're able to take care of the game, get on the board, control, you know, the, 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 what the opponent is doing and just handle their business. But for some reason, it's not clicking this this year and, and that's really tough for sure. Um, that's actually,
1: actually there's a really, really good point there um, in the chat from DGally there who just said that it hasn't mattered who started, they all like effort. Here's the thing, the sheer amount of rotation that has been forced through this year tells you one thing it tells you no matter who's being put out there they're all ultimately kind of looking the same so the idea that tinkering with who's starting is going to be the solution I I want I'll see it and then I'll believe it I'm not believing it until I see it
0: uh with this loss uh rising actually fall down pretty deep down in the Western conference um if Vegas wins tomorrow I believe they go down to 11th there's one 11. Yeah, 11th. I so thought that. Yeah. I, uh, they
1: are currently, you are correct, as the table stands, sitting in 10th place. They are at present nine points away from last place in the conference, and they are 12 points as it stands. To mm-hmm. be clear on that one, because Colorado Springs are winning at the moment, I believe this is a live table, 12 points away from top. Yeah. So they are closer to the bottom than the top.
0: Now, if they would have won today, they would have jumped into playoff position. That middle of the pack is pretty tight. You know, we have RGV Toro, Sacramento, Oakland, LA Galaxy. So they needed this win tonight. They, Arising, needed to show up, get this W, With, take care of business. And and, worth and noting on that one, mm-hmm.
1: just, just to note here that Sacramento and Galaxy are set to play later tonight. So one of yep. those could well pick up three points. Yep. And then really start to kind of create a little bit of a gap there
0: between the teams that are in and the teams that aren't. Yeah. Corey, uh, 11 is a good number. We got this. And we've got them on the ropes. That's, that's exactly where you want to be, but yeah, it's not, not good at all. Now it's going to be a short week as well, moving forward and to Las Vegas. Um, I believe Donnie Trejo and Cal Jennings, some of their best players were on the bench for today's game um, in Seattle for LAFC. So, Uh, Not sure if I'm pretty sure they'll be featured on on Friday, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that as well. Um, Owen, before uh, we keep going, let's talk about DraftKings. Uh, If you guys are watching the Stanley Cup finals, uh, Colorado Avalanche are are pretty uh, are winning, winning handedly. So if you guys want to get on. Uh, On the board with uh, betting for the Stanley Cup Finals, you guys can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PHNX. New customers can bet $5 on either NHL team to win their game and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's that's code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Stanley Cup Final. Must be 21 years or older to uh, bet. Uh, Arizona only new customers only minimum five dollar deposit restrictions apply see the show notes for details um oh and uh did you I mean I, can you travel I was you travel here right but you know you might need to find some some four Peaks Brewing company out there for uh, your post uh, they' right don't, they
1: don't have any here as far as I can uh, tell. Man. um
0: but gotta expand that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's 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 been tough today it's been a long day um uh, you know it's been a long travel week for you. You know, I know you weren't in, in New York and God. <laughs> look at your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: Oh, uh, all right. I, I so just, here's, here's the real question. Right. And yeah. I think I'm going to go back to my previous comments. I said, going into this road trip, that anything less than four points was abject failure. They now so can only get a maximum of three, So, so <laughs> I think it is already. And I fear, seriously fear that Rising will drop more points in Vegas on Friday, and it's really going to set them up for... Uh, and I'm not saying they'll lose to Vegas, but they might well mm-hmm. draw up there. I really think that this is setting them up very, very badly. And I think that you really should be worried right now if you're a Rising fan, because it's, it's just not working, and there is no real end in sight. There's no... Mm-hmm. Look, we're not ostriches. Do not bury your head in the ground and just say, it will get better. Yeah, we've got to actually see it happen. Things mm-hmm. don't just get better. There is a plan that gets you out of there. And right now, as hard as people might be working, I'm not sure that there is one.
0: Yeah, um, you and I talked about when we would be worried with this team. Uh, and I said, if it was towards the end of the season and they were fighting for a playoff spot, that's when I would be worried. That is off the table. I'm worried now this there it seems like with the change of formations the, the lack of you know offensive output from epps and santi it's not it's just not there's like you're saying there's no end in sight there we don't see improvements we week, no. week. We're, we're not able to say hey well santi got on, on the board today epps you know was able to give two assists that is not happening it's 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 tough you know because those are the guys that are supposed to be carrying this team greg hurst you know, that, that was one of the keys of the game that I had on Thursday. Get him the ball maybe once or twice. I think he committed more fouls than he actually got chances at goal. He had one strike at goal today. That was that looked fairly good. But other than that, he wasn't he wasn't able to get the ball. So it's when these guys aren't firing, you're gonna have a very tough time winning any games.
1: And to, to the point on Greg, I will say that I'm seeing just what appears to be a lot more frustration from him. Just it, it all, you know here it is really I'm just seeing frustration from him and I worry that that's the overriding vibe in the locker room let's say Mm. and again it I. this is tough this is now really getting to the point whereby again in the nicest possible way Rick handled the recruitment fine in the past and the players went out and played Mm-hmm. And they got that job done, and that's that's the easy part. The difficult part of being a coach is picking them up when they are on the floor, like they are right now. And exactly, I, I just I at this point, I'm still not fully seeing what the plan is that gets them out of this. I I, mm-hmm. I I don't see marked improvement game to game. I see scrambles late in a game when the subs are brought on and. I just, that's just not viable. That's not viable for a season. And that's not that's how not you play if you're going to get in the That's
0: not a strategy as well. That's not a head coaching strategy saying, well, the guys that were there for the last 10 minutes were able to get two goals. And that means that they're supposed to start next game. Like, how does that make sense whatsoever? So that, at that I throw my hands up. I'm sure. I, I hope that we get an explanation to what he means by that, because that does not make sense to me. Um, couple more comments here renee we need desire and consistency before we will get wins uh to Quinn, Jim, more playoffs don't talk about playoffs are you kidding me playoffs yeah i think i think we're all channeling that right now um let the players determine the lineup and systems according to scott uh slide keeps recommended head coaches that over 80 that we could go after so <laughs> i don't know about that one um yeah. Yeah. One of those own goals and own goal as well. So yeah, Christian and D goalie as well. So, uh, to wrap it up, Owen, any, any final thoughts here?
1: Well, you know what, let's, there's a couple of things just to point out here. So if anyone did hear that text message, Bing, uh, I'm sure that would have been at Ramon's end. Uh, I can tell you what it was and it was a, uh, certain man raised from the grave Deadwin. He's still watching from afar. Uh, he's questioning now <laughs> if it's time for, uh, Rick to follow in Tata Martino's footsteps in terms of the discourse.
0: The why do you bring that? Go on. I'm language. gonna put that on. specific I don't want to. I don't want to talk about Tata Martino right now. This is going to get me in the worst mood. I don't hear that at all. We should all.
1: have done that first. Ready for the show, and we made it a real show. Then you know,
0: for sure, for sure. All right, guys. Before we wrap up, we do uh, need to talk uh, of about the numbers. So, uh, of course, you guys saw the game. We got four goals for Loudon, uh, three for Rising. Two of them coming towards the end of the game. Uh, possession. Uh, in favor of Loudon 15 shots to to Loudon nine on target for both team. Now the key stat that I'm seeing here and this is kind of <laughs> painting the whole picture Owen is that Rising were able to get 25 shots. Now were those quality shots? Most of them weren't, but that just goes to show you that because th- they have such a high output of shots, none, none of them being quality, they're not able to get on the board. And and if you look at the USL website and the and the stats, Rising lead the league in total shots, but they're pretty much the middle of the pack when it comes to goals, so not not working out right there.
1: Can we, can we, there's one other thing I th- I just forgot to point out. By the way, do you know what Loudon's mm-hmm. last result was? Do you know what their last result was? They lost two 0 to Atlanta United two.
0: Yeah, that's
1: just that's just bad. Hmm. Hey, that that's the caliber. And a seventeen year old's course
0: spice on, on you as well. So, uh. I- And I'm talking about Loudon. So, anyway, that's, I think that that's enough, you know, for tonight. One
1: one thing, one thing, you know what? Entirely forgot, entirely forgot before anyone gets on about refereeing or anything like that. I will say that Loudon probably should have had a penalty before they scored their second goal. Looks pretty obvious from my perspective, where I'm sitting, I'm sitting now pretty much where I was for it. And I'm looking straight down at that penalty area. And
0: yeah. Yeah, we don't need yeah. that right now. We don't need that energy right now. <laughs> we don't. Oh man, yeah, Scott, uh, don't give up on the on the boys. They need us most now. All right, so we'll end up with that with that comment. Thank you to everybody that's been on the chat. You guys make it so much fun uh, after these these tough losses because I I completely love the the rising community and how you know they they care about their team and they're they're here with us on a Saturday night talking and and hopefully. This is the last time we have to have this show, uh, a show like this, I mean, where we're kind of just talking about a bad result.
1: Ramon announces retirement live on air. Oh my god
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. So uh, we're going to cut it. <laughs> we're going to cut it off right there. We will be back on Tuesday and we're going to talk a little bit more about the game. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to watch this game back, uh, but no tweets from us probably. What? We- We have to. That's what we do here. Come on, Owen.
1: I don't want to watch this back. I I will, but
0: I don't want to. (laughs) Um, And we'll be back on Tuesday, guys. Uh, Regular uh, schedule, 6 p.m. And if you haven't yet, make sure to go to Twitter and follow us at the PHNX underscore underscore rising account. We have 600 followers around right now. If we get to 650, I'll be giving out one of our scarves that we just um, have um, have, uh, put out on phnxlocker.com so make sure to get us there and i'll go ahead and raffle one uh owen thank you as always sir for for your dedication and and flying out there and what and having to watch these games live so <laughs>
1: i'm i'm ready i'm ready to pack it in for tonight <laughs> i, I
0: need a drink all right y'all i oh, hope you have a God. wonderful saturday night we will be back on tuesday until then be well be safe and see you next time take care